They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. This is They're Coming to Get You. My name is Brent Terhune. My name is Gavin Eddings. And Brent, right off the bat. Uh, you, you did, uh, you, you, yeah, the your, uh, the Elvish. <laughs> Elvish, because that language, uh, what we're talking about, is from 30 Days of Night. Yes. And the vampires. And one of the facts I read before we just turned our mics on, Gavin, is they created their own language. And it was shot in New Zealand, so I can only assume it was Elvish. There you go. Exactly. Uh, all the vampires lived in hobbit holes, and yeah. it was uh, really a, a, a great, uh, an unexpected journey for everybody. No, no, I'm talking yeah. about Vern. Got some hairy ass hobbit feet. <laughs> so sometimes it takes us too long to get into the episode. Now we're just like shotgunning. Like, what are they talking? Are they talking about Lord of the Rings this episode? That's true. I do. I do need to ask if you got your Jenny ready. Because the power's about to go out. I love a movie when they they have to have generators, but they also call it a Jenny. Oh yeah, this is a. So we are talking about the 2007 film Thirty Days of Night. We decided to talk about this as we're kind of going into a winter theme here for a couple episodes before we go mm-hmm. on our Christmas break, Xmas break, uh, Hanukkah break, if you want to. I'm going to play video games in my jammies over Christmas break. <laughs> you won't be doing that uh, because every game system now, you, have you got one of the new newer game systems? I have an, X, an Xbox One, I think, but it's not, It's I'm like too behind. Okay, so anymore, I guess with, with the Xbox One, especially in like the PS4, like the, the, the days of opening a N64 and popping in your Mario Kart 64 on Christmas morning, those days are gone. You have to open yeah. the system, let it update for six to seven hours. Mm-hmm. Then once it updates, then, then you install the game for an hour and let that install updates for another tw- two to four hours. It is not uh, It is not a fun Christmas morning if you are not prepared. Yeah, I've learned that to when I'm like, oh, uh, six months have gone by since I played any games at all. I think it'd be fun to just have a night where I play video games. And then I sit down and it says, you need an update. Yeah. And then I'm asleep by the time it's done. That happened the other night where we were just goofing off after uh, watching one of the AEW pay-per-views. And my friend's like, Gavin, are you playing Pressure Washer Simulator? And the answer was yes. It is just a game about pressure washing stuff. You think it sounds boring? It is not. It is therapeutic. Ryan Niemiller has uh, our our mutual friend and... uh He's on the Cafeteria Podcast. Highly recommended pressure washer simulator. I'm glad it's not just me. I'm glad you're being inundated by people saying, like, dude, have you fucking played pressure washer simulator? Because you, you can get the foam for the concrete. You can get different nozzles. But it, it's basically just a first-person shooter like Doom. But instead of shooting demons, you're just cleaning off a dirt bike. You got to clean. Yeah. And I, I actually upgraded and got a real pressure washer and did my house, <laughs> which is not as fun. <laughs> yeah. That's what Stephanie, she always gets mad at me when she walks in. She got mad at me one time because she walked in on me uh, playing lawnmower simulator. And yeah. She's I like, played that too. She's like, what the once fuck? Once. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what the fuck are you doing right now? Like, go mow <laughs> the actual lawn. I go, no, he has a riding mower and I keep ruining their yard. Yeah. It's, I was, uh, a, playing lawn mowing simulator but while behind me the grass was way too goddamn tall (laughs) but i'm like i can't i gotta cut grass at stonehenge (laughs) 
But even like a dumb game like Pressure Watch, I went to play it for the first time in months. It's like four gigabyte update. It's like, what are you updating to? Why do you need an update, Pressure Watch Simulator? Well, you know what doesn't need updating is 30 Days of Night. <laughs> no, no, let's go back to Pressure Watch Simulator. This is now <laughs> strictly a Pressure Washer Simulator podcast. No, 30 Days of Night is one of my personal favorite vampire movies that I love this movie so much, but it does have some problems. It's not a perfect movie by any means, but when I think of cold snow, I always think of this movie because it's, I don't, also, we've been covering a lot of 2007 movies. We did Thanksgiving last week, and then we're doing this this week, so all 2007 podcast, baby. What a contrast of Thanksgiving to 30 Days of Night. Exactly. Do you remember what your first um, interaction with this movie is? Or you- Yeah, I, my friend Ricky Diaz and I, shout out to Ricky who doesn't listen. Mm. Um, we went and saw this, not at the regular movie theater, but we, we would call it the dollar theater. So it'd be like the second run, mm-hmm. which I don't even know if we have those anymore because everything goes to streaming so quickly. Yeah, we had one and they turned it into apartments, and now it's called like the Cinema Apartments. I think I may have mentioned it before, but it used to be the two dollar theater, and we called it the two dollar mm-hmm. holla. Oh shit! Mm. Look, do something strange for a little bit change. <laughs> That's the theater that that you went to if you wanted to get like a hand job while like the last Marvel movie that came out over the summer was playing in November. Hell yeah, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> I thought I told you. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we saw this at the Dollar Movies, the second run theater, and we both lost our shit. <laughs> really? When, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know the character's name, but it's the guy that, that drives the big tractor into the building and then blows himself up with the dynamite. Mm-hmm. I'm going to refer to him as Bobby from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> That's, I knew you were going to because you recently yeah. watched Sons of Anarchy. I go, oh, yeah. it's Mark Boone Jr. It's his name. He plays the character of Bo, but he is Bobby Elvis on yep. Sons of Anarchy. And he's in Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Who is he in that? He is uh, one of the guys that pulls up in a truck and beats the shit out of Michael Myers in that field. That goddamn Michael Myers. And then plot twist. Goddamn Michael Myers has his way with him. <laughs> I don't think we would say have uh, his way with him. It's like, oh no, he sexually. Took, <laughs> he took him for a ride. Rob Zombie took the Halloween franchise to strange new places. Uh, places it should have never gone, but places I respect <laughs> that it went somehow. But that's a long way to say when he got his head stepped on by that vampire, we were the only ones that laughed at it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And I. I uh, I was like, oh, I remember we we had a good uh, pop in the theater. We both laughed at it, and then watching it last night, I was like, yeah, that's funny. But I think it was just more funny to when it was like too when you're not supposed to laugh at something and then you laugh at it, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah, this is one of my favorites. Uh, I've one of my favorite vampire movies, of course. It's based on a graphic novel, a comic book uh, mm-hmm. that was written by Steve Niles, and the art is by Ben Templesmith. And if you have the Kindle app or you have an Amazon Prime account, you can download the first graphic novel for free to your smartphone. That's how they get you the first hits free. Yeah, but it's like the whole it's like the whole first six issues that that you get for yeah. free. And there's only like I think three or four volumes total. So mm-hmm. it, once you get that first hit, it's not like uh, it's not that big of an investment to actually re- read the rest. Uh, when uh, and I that, I knew it was uh, the graphic novel. 
and I'm watching this. I was like, that's actually this is something I would read. Yeah. This is like something I would check out. The art's super cool. I was reading the first one uh, in preparation for this. I, I did not finish it, but I, I read a lot of it, and the art's really cool. It's it's unlike anything I've seen in a long time. Again, the combo mm-hmm. came out in like 2002, 2003, around that time. Mm-hmm. And Steve Niles wrote this because he wanted horror comics to be scary again. So many of the characters like Blade have become very mainstream. Comics weren't scary. So he's like, he wanted to make vampires scary again. He also did a Bigfoot series that I think was uh, pretty good. Oh, I'll check that out. I yeah. uh, The listener won't be able to tell, but uh, over my shoulder I have an autographed picture of Bigfoot. Yes. Uh, from the guy who took that, that, you know, the Bigfoot walking across the creek bed. Mm, yeah. I met him and had him sign it. Yeah, and then also behind you, Bigfoot is massaging your shoulders. That's true. Yeah, uh, I but when I turn around, he won't be there. <laughs> I actually have a Bigfoot tattoo, but I don't know where it is right now. So. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Real quick, I I don't uh, don't want to forget this. Um, I do want to give a shout out to our newest Patreon uh, subscriber, Linda Smith. Subscribe to our Patreon. What up, Linda? Thank you for being here. Yeah, over at patreon.com backslash they're coming to get you. Just wanted to get that. Plug in there. Thank you so much for being a subscriber. We appreciate that. And speaking of vampires, our good friend Mikey3D uh, did a fun drawing of me as Renfield and you as Dr. Acula. And why is that? Because he he messaged me on there. He's like, Gavin, you're kind of like Brent's Renfield because you run the Patreon and you, <laughs> and you do all of his bidding for him. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you aren't wrong. And as I told you, I'm Dracula. You're the other guy. Don't you forget it. <laughs> Renfield. His, you're you're like, my Fritz. <laughs> I prefer the the early version. <laughs> I think it was Fritz in the universe. It doesn't matter. Yes, but I, I, I am your Renfield. But if you want to see, see that artwork, um, you can see that artwork actually on our Patreon for free mm-hmm. under our free tier. So I was like, I'll share this for free. So if you want to check that out, you you can do so. Patreon.com backslash they're coming to get you. And there's a bunch of uh, bonus episodes over there, as we mentioned all the time, we're adding new ones. Uh, uh, now I was going to say weekly, but that's not true. A couple regular. times a month. Yeah, and, and they're I, evergreen. And I did this thing where I actually uh, arranged them. So now, now oh, under collections, we have eight bonus episodes, and you get all the episodes early as well. Uh, I was thinking, watching this on the stair climber. Oh, what's that? I'm back to the, the stair climber at the gym watching movies. Uh, have we done a vampire movie yet? I don't think so. I was going to go back we're on and season, look. what, six already? We're on season, this is season seven. Oh, seven? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, so we, we, we've we been doing it for, uh, Thanksgiving was actually our 69th episode. Nice. And we didn't sell it. I mean, that is a perfect 69th episode, if you want to really be honest about it. Nice tits, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Then we, yeah, what, are you a big fan of, of vampire movies and things yes. in general yes yeah yeah vampires are my favorite of like the monsters really yeah like i i love creature from the black lagoon that's my favorite universal monster but as far as like werewolves ghosts vampires the zombies I, zombie, the genre yeah. like uh i don't know what you would call them yeah vampires are my favorite because my favorite show of all time buffy the vampire slayer mm-hmm. i love the lore interview with the vampire our interview with the vampire. Yeah, interview with the vampire. Is- Job interview with the vampire. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in three hundred years? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's funny. I Do you have reliable transportation? <laughs> I can turn into a bat or I can take the bus. <laughs> uh, producer wife just has been watching, uh, what's that vampire show that's like The Office? Uh, oh, what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows is so good. I it's a good show. Yeah, I love that show. Daytona, Jackie Daytona, regular human bartender. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that I like that. Uh, what are some of your favorites in the genre? Uh, favorites in the genre. I love this. I think this one is great. Um, I also really like an uh, interview with, with with the vampire. That's really good. I don't think I've seen that one. Um, it's good. It's real gay. I was going to say, is that where they're G-A-Y? <laughs> yes, they're really happy the whole okay. time. Pass. That, Next. That one's good. <laughs> um, I think, uh, now I can't, Last Voyage of the Demeter just came out. Oh, that's a new it, one, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that one's pretty good. And then I like the, the Blade movies are pretty good. Okay. But I, like I said, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, all those mm-hmm. shows and things like that. I... There's just something about vampires that really, I think it's because they're a little bit like sexual and they're all mm-hmm. just very, that they're alive forever. So it's like, okay, then I guess well, let's just see what happens. Yeah. Like that's a, and they do some different stuff in 30 days of night too, where it's like, they're just shooting them with a shotgun and they die, you know, like yeah, practical things that I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Why wouldn't? Most things die if you shot it in the head, you yeah. know? Now, are you more of a... Now, this is a very important question. Are you more of a vampire or a werewolf guy? I'm a zombie guy. <laughs> okay. Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, had to pick, uh, if you had to pick vampires or werewolves, who would you pick? Oh, I don't... Because I feel like there's so much more vampire stuff than werewolf stuff, probably. Mm-hmm. So probably vampires... And I feel like there's probably you could do more with the vampire character as opposed to werewolves. I I would agree with that uh, because vampires, all you have to do to make a vampire movie is put fake teeth in people, and you're a vampire. As with man, that's like a go-to costume for kids anyway. I, like I was never a vampire, but I would feel like most kids at one point have been a vampire, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everybody's been the vampire. Everybody's had like the fake glow in the dark teeth where they're like, mm-hmm. I'm like a ray, I'm a Dracula. <laughs> yeah. So, take a cheat. Yeah, ex- absolutely. Exactly. So, I've always been more attracted to vampires just because there are more of them. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, like, True Blood, for instance, True Blood had all that shit, like vampires, werewolves, everything. But, like, the mm-hmm. core was the most sexual vampires in the entire world. And it's just like, they're, they're just very sexy. They're always wearing, like, leather. They're always mm-hmm. just, uh, ooh, always kissing in alleys. It's very hot. Well, and like even from the the jump with like the Universal Dracula, uh, he's like hypnotic. There's, and I feel like that's why like of the Universal monsters, Dracula is not my favorite. It it is the Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I feel like Dracula is Superman. He's got too many powers. Yeah, he can turn into a bat. He can turn into a wolf. That, sometimes that's one I just I've never liked. He can turn into a bat. That 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 that's fine. Bat, pick one. Yeah, <laughs> pick one. Or like sometimes he could be missed. It's like why would you Mi- just not always be? I miss him. <laughs> but he's like can like hypnotize you with his eyes, and uh, I feel like it's super or Superman. 
there's it's not intriguing to me because he's too powerful. There's no struggle with it, you know. Do mm-hmm. you know what vampire movie I don't like? Uh, what? Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the one with uh Gary Oldman and Keanu Reeves. Francis Ford Coppola. It's just so fucking boring. I know a lot of I've all- crossed oceans of time to find you. <laughs> Yeah, that I I do not like that one. I know people love that movie. I I don't get it. I very much like the portrayal of Dracula and like you'll see him in the foreground but his shadows doing shit on the wall in the background. Mm-hmm. I like that. But it I also don't uh like Victorian stuff. I find uh pretentious and boring. <laughs> I and like her secrets because I'm dumb. Yeah, she's got great secrets. They're just expensive. <laughs> And it, producer wife loves all like the Victorian stuff. So anytime she'll have anything on, I just say, "Oh, Mister Darcy," <laughs> Which, like, Jane Austen. Uh, but Thirty Days of Night. I do you. This is a question I wrote down because they they do acknowledge in the movie they don't know what these things are at first, but then they say they're vampires. Do you like in a movie because? The zombie genre is notorious for nobody knows what a goddamn zombie is in zombie stuff, usually. Yeah. Where the, they say everything but zombies. Walkers, rotters, biters. Yeah. Do you like a movie where a character will be like, it's this, and they show a comic book of zombies or of vampires? Do you like it when the movie acknowledges the thing that they're they have in the movie? Or do you like it where like, we have no idea what this is? I think it depends. I think mm-hmm. I, I'm never bothered by when a movie is like a vampire movie. Like they're vampires. I assume that people would like have vampires in their world as like fictional characters or whatever. Like yeah. in Blade, because I, I recently watched all the all three Blade movies, mm-hmm. and they're like say it, vampires, and they've got their familiars and shit. I it's never mm-hmm. bothered me that they're or even Lost Boys where the, the Frog Brothers know about vampires and, like, the idea mm-hmm. of them. That doesn't bother me. Zombies, on the other hand, I don't I don't know. I feel like zombies are a little bit different for some reason, where mm-hmm. these people are just thrust into the thing, and they're like, oh, these are, what's going on? Are they are the undead? The, but, but why are you sweating? <laughs> and you're sick. What's wrong with, oh, no. Like I'm fine. I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah. I guess if you're like a you know a horror hound, yeah, and watching a bunch of shit, eventually you're just like, just say zombie, <laughs> like just say it. We all know what this is. Because I think in Return of the Living Dead they called them zombies, didn't they? I think yeah, it's uh, it's what's his face, Ken Foray, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, no, it's uh, no Dawn. That's Dawn of the Dead. He says it once in the mall, but okay. I think in. And Return of the Living Dead, I think they said that too. Yeah. I just was curious of your opinion because it that's really like a thing that the movie will hinge on is they are aware of the creature or they're not aware of the creature. Does it bother you? No, I think it, it depends on the genre. Yeah. And especially if it's like lends itself to more comedy, then mm-hmm. they quickly acknowledge what this is. Yeah. Now, this is not a funny movie by any means. It's it's, it's very no. it's very dreary. Three Days of Night has a very basic concept, and it's a it's a real genius concept. Of, I, I, I think this is the best thing in the movie is the whole concept. Yeah, how it's executed is, eh. Uh, I think thirty days is too long. I think if they done like mm-hmm. seven days of nights, been like ninety minutes of dark. <laughs> 
so every night, just <laughs> the sun sets at 12 midnight. It rises <laughs> at 1.30 a.m., 90 minutes of night. I just meant more the the length of the movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> this did not need to be. This was another one. One we we need to get stickers made that, that just say this movie's too long because every time we start yeah. with a critique, we're like, this is too long. This should be ninety yeah. minutes in and out. We don't need. We need to get some red hats that say "Make movies ninety minutes again." <laughs> I'll be there on January sixth, storming, <laughs> storming the MPAA. Saying we're gonna storm all the movie studios, Paramount. <laughs> You're next. <laughs> yeah. We, we going. Yeah, I thought this movie was a little bit too long, but the but the concept is cool. In Barrow, Alaska, it is dark for 30 days straight. So obviously, mm-hmm. vampires should go there. I don't know why they haven't thought of it before. These are 100-year-old vampires. They're like, oh, yeah, we should just go to the place where it's dark for like a month. Yeah, and maybe they, they've done that because one of the concepts of the movie is that they – want to remain hidden. Mm-hmm. They want the public to believe that's, oh, that's all hocus pocus. <laughs> yes, by having them destroy all the phones, that they can't get mm-hmm. going in communications. And would you say that the vampires in this, do you think the vampires are scary? Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, and that's what, and what I really liked about it is they translated the look that Ben Tipplesmith did from the comic book and translated those really jagged, sharp teeth. His, they really took his drawings and put it on the screen, which I love. And when you have something that's being adapted from a comic book that's like that, you basically have it already storyboarded out for you. Yeah, it's it's like, that's why I think there are certain comic book movies that kind of suck, but it's like the movie's on the page. It's already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know that uh, rapper Riff Raff? Uh, tiptoeing in my Jordans. Yeah, I don't. I don't know any of his songs, but he he has gold teeth that look exactly like those <laughs> vampire teeth. <laughs> All I, jagged and shit, sharp. There's one thing that we do on this show, and there's I I, I usually predict what we're going to talk about. Sometimes I mm-hmm. would have never thought you were going to bring up riff raff. <laughs> the rapper, like that's really an obscure deep cut, even for us to bring up riff raff. The 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 joke rapper, but he's got the those gold uh, teeth where it's they're all jagged like, and that's another thing. And like nobody has those vampire fangs. I think in this movie, right? They just have like a whole mouth of jaws yeah. teeth essentially. Yeah, they, they they have basically shark teeth, and when mm-hmm. they you get bitten, you just start growing these shark teeth. And yeah, we have gone almost twenty five minutes now without mentioning the star of this movie making his third appearance on the podcast. This is our first vampire movie, but our third Josh Hartnett movie. A true screen queen, if I've ever seen one. Yeah, and I will say, it's hard to tell. He does wear a sock cap most of the movie to hide his dumb hair, but when you mm-hmm. finally see his hair, you're like, all right, he's he's learned. He's grown My as a My man's per- come a long way. Yeah, I love... I- I personally like Josh Hartnett. I did not realize we, we were going to be such a Josh Hartnett-heavy podcast. I'm creaming my jeans over here. <laughs> I, I like Terrifier. You're like, no, no, give me heartthrob Josh Hartnett. <laughs> he, I mean, he's been at, he, we did Halloween H2O. We did The Faculty. We've done this. I'm looking at other stuff of to see if he's been in other um, he was on horror pe- movies. He was on Penny Dreadful for several yeah. seasons. He was in that. 
Um, he's in 40 Days, 40 Nights, of course, that sex comedy, which we can cover. Uh, I, th- I thought that was a, the sequel to 30 Days of Night. <laughs> 40 Days and 40 Nights. He survives like, can't have sex for 40 days, gotta, gotta give up the sex for Lent. I want to suck your dick. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is... I hey, I like I like the way the vampires Gavin. what Gavin. I want to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep this podcast on the rails, and you're over here talking about sucking my dick. Also, there's a scene in this movie where uh, the vampire goes, "I can smell your blood." <laughs> I think it's Josh Hartnett. <laughs> and you know it was close to my favorite phrase on this show, but I won't say it. You can say it. Go ahead. You, no, I'm good. You've been good. <laughs> can I? <laughs> you've been good. You got. I saw your report card. Go ahead and say it. Maybe I'll save it for later. Okay. Now I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to now. Doctor Lecter, I can smell your blood. Vampires are really good in this. Um, so the movie takes place in Barrow, Alaska, where they're about the sun's about to go down for thirty whole days, and this vampire, I guess, uh, vampire crew, vampire gang, like a horde. I, I'm I was gonna Google what you call like a group of vampires. I think it's a brood. Is it a brood? Uh, I think it's called, uh, yeah, the brood with Edge and Christian. <laughs> And Gangrel. That and is Gangrel. what I based this on of. The brood. Wrestling, yeah. There's also the Ministry of Darkness. Um, they were there. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have this brood of vampires who show up to this town. And everybody's trying to get ready for the 30 Days of Night. Uh, mm-hmm. Eben, which, shut up. You are either call yourself Evan or not. Eben is a dumb name. I prefer to call him Bobby from Sons of Anarchy. That's not okay. Uh, I just Josh Hartnett. That's what I'm going to call him. I was calling Josh Hartnett Jax Teller the whole time. (laughs) We got to take this to the table. The Irish are running the guns. (laughs) The IPA. (laughs) We got to get out of guns. We're going to go legit. Uh, Yeah, so we got Josh Hartnett, and then we got like. It's not really explained in the movie, but we get the gist of it that he used to be married to Stella. Yeah, and uh, they they they're not, but then through all this tragedy, they come back together. What's her name? Stella. There you go. Good boy. Good boy. I'll I'll, I'll let you say it twice now if you want to. I can smell your Stella. <laughs> yeah. So they've so they're separated, and she's uh, getting ready to. Uh, I guess everybody just leaves for thirty days. They just fly off somewhere and leave the yeah. leave the area because it'd be cold and whatever. She has to get stuck behind. They find a bunch of like satellite phones and cell phones all in a pile, burned to death. Mm-hmm. Which good on the vampires for? Well, they have the stranger. Yeah, the like the the wanderer, the vagabond, the this guy coming in and did he kill those dogs? Yes, he killed those dogs. He okay. killed the dogs. I there I so some some notes I have for for this per, for the first part of the movie is the stranger comes in and kills the dogs and then Eben asks the guy whose dogs just died, did you fight with anyone recently? It's like I don't I don't think so. There's like four people in this town I would remember <laughs> if I fought with somebody. But that that is a shitty thing that somebody would do is rather than get back at you, they'd hurt your animals. Yeah, that's like that's the worst thing you could do. I don't. 
I always say I don't care what happens to me, even though I very much do. Please don't test that. But if somebody went after, like, you could be interrogating me, and I'd be like, you do your worst. And they're like, we're going to not feed your cat. I'd be like, I'll tell you everything. Yeah. It it was me. I did it. Like, you just break down and give up everybody in your life except for your cat. Yeah. My cat's done nothing wrong ever. He's a perfect <laughs> little he's he's a perfect little cat. I love him. Um I anymore though, the satellite phone's burning. Good on the stranger for somehow finding everybody's phone and just burning them all at once, which how how are we going to look at TikTok for 30 days? That's going to suck. I I think those were all like uh prepaids or something. <laughs> I don't think we had the, the in 2007 or whenever that movie this movie came out. They they burn the the satellite phones. They they're like cutting off all the everything. They cut off the computers. Mm-hmm. They burned down no nothing. They burned down the Boost Mobile that that was in the that was in the town. The the Cricket Wireless. Uh, <laughs> the track phone. They took them all down. You can't do a drug deal in this town all month. Because all the burners have been burnered. Well, and there's that even the scene where the the drifter the stranger is like, I, he's ordering alcohol. Yeah. I mean, if I was in this town for a month, I don't drink a lot, but I'll be damned if I wouldn't be. You know, it it. I imagine this thirty days of night is like that week between Christmas and New Year's, <laughs> where nobody's really requiring anything of anybody. Yeah. I might be a little bit drunk for about uh, forty of those thirty days. Well, we just uh, had daylight savings time, and that's like a whole thing where they're like, we lost an hour, it's so dark out, my seasonal depression is kicking mm-hmm. in. I I don't, I just don't mind the darkness. It doesn't, I, I was born in it. You were, yeah, molded by it. <laughs> Even, yeah, yeah. You didn't see light until, I, I mean, I didn't see light until I was already a man. So, yeah. there you go. But I think if it was dark for 30 days, I think that'd be pretty depressing because I love the gloom of like the fall and the winter. I love mm-hmm. me a dark, snowy winter. But I think after like a week and a half, I'd be like, all right, let's maybe get a little bit of vitamin, of a little bit of vitamin D. After- vitamin C. Hit it <laughs> as we go on. Is it vitamin D or vitamin C you get from the sun? I think it's vitamin D. Okay. Vi- that, that's what I thought. But vitamin C is from orange juice. Yes, which, which has, is good. Which, which, as a ginger, you naturally lactate, so that's nice of you. I I lactate orange juice. That's true. <laughs> that's why my most of my shirts are have little rings on them. <laughs> but is it pulp or no pulp? <laughs> yeah, lefty is pulp, righty is no pulp. I like the choice at least. I like the option. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're cutting off all communication. And would you, I was thinking another question, like I I would visit this town because I think, you know, Alaska's intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. I might visit in the winter, but I, I don't know that I'd want to live in a remote location in the dark in the winter. That's like three things. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a real city boy. I'm not, mm-hmm. a, I'm not big on outdoors. We've discussed this. I went camping with you for the first time this summer at the age of 36 and it was hey. just us sleeping in a tent near a bunch of motor homes. So it wasn't even... Yeah, it was it was I said this isn't real camping. Yeah, but th- it's this close. Is, this is us sleeping outside, which I was yeah. like, ah, I'm a real real man of Yellowstone now. I know what I it's like. I woke up you were chopping wood and eating raw bacon over the fire. I had my flannel open just showing my rippling abs while baby don't hurt me plays. It was, <laughs> 
Uh, I, yeah, I'm not an outdoorsy person, but I don't want to live remotely. I need to be around people. I, I need to feel like if something happens, I can go somewhere instead of being like mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. And that was uh, Bobby from Sons of Anarchy's thing is he was like, isn't it part of the reason we live out here is to have a little more freedom? You know, excuse me. Yeah. A little more freedom. Yeah, because Evan is trying to like give him a ticket for leaking oil and he's like, I did it so he feels part of our community. Maybe don't. Maybe yeah. maybe invite him to a birthday party, perhaps. Don't write him a citation. Yeah. Invite him to the sock hop, something, but <laughs> besides find him. Yeah. One thing I did love is uh when Stella is going around trying to make her last run, she's almost killed by a farm implement like like the farm tractor with like the blades on it and the yeah. guy gets out and is like the most nonchalant like oh sorry i didn't see you there and she's like it's okay you almost got killed by like a, a chainsaw tractor yeah i don't even know what you call that thing with like the blades on the front which later a vampire gets killed by that and i thought it was a pretty cool kill yeah i just don't know what it's used for even like what is it for snow? Is it for drilling? Snow stuff. You, it's hey, it's it's like a jeep thing. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> it's a snow thing. <laughs> you right. You right. I'm not down with the with the snow PP. Uh, but would you? So, let's say you're in the situation. Would you hang out for thirty days? I mean, I think you have. Uh, is this before or after the vampires? No vampires. Just say hey, you could go if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably leaving. Okay. Yeah, just go get away for yeah. Because I just I think after the the way the reason that they ban alcohol in in this town is because people have a hard enough time in the dark. They don't want them like just drunk and like dying the whole time. I I think the darkness would just get to you after a while. It takes I think, a, yeah, I like gloom as probably as much as you. I like the fall. I like all of it. But there's like you creep into January, February. I'm like, I could do, do with some color around here. It's, it's too many gray days. Yeah. I think too, it's, it makes a difference if it, if there is snow, if, if it's mm-hmm. snowing down here in over in Indiana, it's pretty nice. And it's like, it's a little bit brighter at night. It looks real pretty, but if mm-hmm. it's just like cold and dark, you're like, well, this is not fun at all. Yeah. And then, then it's, you know, with, like you said, daylight saving time, dark at four, you're like, Oh, cool. I'm having the days a, over. A real fun thing I'm developing as I get older is driving at night is no longer something that I want to do anymore. Oh, you and my mom have something in common. <laughs> I, I I have a astigmatism, mm-hmm. which all the lights look like really bright and like have lines coming off them. And when I'm driving home from work now at like four fifteen, it's already like halfway dark with with like bright. Like I can't. Do I need to leave earlier? What what do I need to do? <laughs> I'm old. I have to leave at 4:30. <laughs> this is too dark. I got to put on my eyes so I can see. <laughs> uh the drifter asked for some raw hamburger. Yeah. Just bring uh, me a bowl of raw hamburger. He's just like uh a, I just wrote big harbinger of doom vibes, which that's what he is. Yeah. But like he, he's a I think he's a good harbinger of because he's like you 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 know you're not ready for what's coming yeah. that type of guy you know yeah he's that's played by Ben Foster who's a great character actor he's been in a bunch of stuff he was in the Punisher movie he was on a Disney Channel show called Flash Forward mm-hmm. which is a, a fun one but yeah he's not subtle about it you won't bring, bring me what I want to eat bring me what I want to drink and he, he would be great in a western like cause, he would be why are his teeth that bad. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, are they? Are, are the vampires like make your teeth look shitty? 
make them look real. I, I just don't know. What's, what I always love about people in movies that have bad teeth is that they're always rotting, but they're always like perfectly straight because they're actors. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he's got those shitty meth mouth. But, oh, at one point, he had braces, you can tell. Yeah, yeah I, I know that you don't want that beer cold because it hurts you. Because it hurts my straight teeth. <laughs> but I tried to... Now, now I got to get some... Uh, what's that That toothpaste that cost $8 a tube oh, I don't for know. sensitive teeth? Mm. I'll think of it later. You know what? Back in my day, these kids, even nowadays, they're, even their teeth are sensitive. You can't say nothing yeah. to their teeth without offending them. Uh, they're coming to get you. It's brought to you by Sensodyne Toothpaste. Oh, uh, is that our sponsor so, for this week? Yeah, I'm just trying. If you say it enough, I think they send you some free stuff. So, <laughs> one of my favorite Conan O'Brien bits was he would always say, "Tonight's show brought to you by Porsche," because <laughs> he, <wanted, laughs> he just wanted to get a Porsche. So, yeah, we are uh, sponsored by Sensodyne. Thank you, Sensodyne, for subscribing at our Patreon. We have low expectations. <laughs> we will send you a toothpaste. sticker. We will send you a sticker, Sensodyne. Uh yeah, so uh, the the like pretty quickly things go bad. Like yeah, the and plane just just left. She misses it, and then shit goes bad quickly. Yeah, and this is the problem I have with this movie. Again, one of my favorite vampire movies, one of my favorite winter movies. I would put this up there as with the thing as like winter movies. I love a snow on the ground putting on Thirty Days a Night. I love that. However, this movie. Blows its wad very, very early. And it has, in my opinion, troubles going to that next level. Because you have the vampires show up, everybody gets massacred, and then that's day one. And we got 29 more days of people hanging out in an attic, essentially. Yeah, which is a, you know, a plot point from a book where you don't have to bring up, but... yeah. <laughs> a plot point from a book. I like it's a diary. Diaries don't have plot points. Oh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> plot point. Uh, but yeah, like I, I guess when you say that, I, I would have liked to see like a couple days into the darkness and how is this town living? But then I also would like to see some people go missing, but in like a low-key way, not just let's set this shit on fire type yeah. way, you know? My question is, and again, I haven't finished the first graphic novel yet, but the vampires are there because they have food source for 30 days. Mm -hmm. But everybody's left, and when the guy changes, when Billy changes the, the marker, there's only like 158 people there. Yeah, because it goes from like 350-something to 150 yeah. or whatever. And then from 150, it goes down to like nine people. <laughs> there, there's nine there's nine whole yeah. people in the town at that point after the vampires go. They kind of really blitzed it. They went too hard. It's when you don't pace yourself at the buffet. And you mm -hmm. go up, you're like, I need the salad bar. And then I need my lasagna. And I need my steak. And I need my mashed potatoes. And I need the chocolate fountain. You're like, you got to pace yourself. You're going to get mm -hmm. sick at this Golden Corral. Yeah. If you spend less than an hour at a buffet, something wrong, dog. Yeah, you got to get that money's worth. You got to make them lose <laughs> money. You got to leave thinking that this was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I love that whenever I go to a Golden Corral, I do always start with a salad 
but it's like the most giant unhealthy salad. So I fill up on that, and I was like, oh, I guess I should get like the steak option they have here as well. And I, I blitz the I blitz the salad bar, man. I love me a good salad. God, you're so lame. <laughs> you get the salad at a place with a chocolate fountain, which I don't partake in because it's a buffet and people are gross. Yeah, I don't think they even have the chocolate fountain anymore at most Golden Corrals. Well, uh, let's take a little field trip to Golden Corral. And do <laughs> We should do a live episode at a Golden Corral. Do you want to do that? Blink-22 did a concert at Denny's. We could do a Golden Corral. What the fuck is up? What's up, Denny's? <laughs> let's open up this pit, Golden Corral. Golden Corral, I want to see you in the fucking mashed potatoes. I want to see that lemon meringue pie. <laughs> We're going back for motherfucking seconds. (laughs) But yeah, they they do. I would have liked a a slower pace. But again, that's the thing. When you have a movie, you just got to kind of get to it, you know? Yeah, you have the setup. It's getting dark. Those vampires are like in the car. Like, ah, shit, sun's down, baby. Let's get it. I'm hungry. Yeah. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. I do like this movie has like a Stephen King book feel to it because it's a small town. Mm-hmm. You kind of get to spend a little time with characters. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's uh, Stephen King adjacent. They Would kill you a say child, that? of course. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, it is very Stephen King. It does have a definite feel to it. It yeah. sets up a good feel. It does feel cold. It does feel isolated. I love that you can see their breath. I love mm-hmm. that you can feel the cold. It, it's not like when they're on a soundstage somewhere. You can yeah. feel like they're actually on a location that is cold. Um, so they they had the the really cool fight scene at the very beginning when they're like attacking a couple uh, humans and the the main vampire Danny. What did we say, Danny uh, Houston? Danny Houston. He plays Marlo, the head vampire, been around for centuries. He's kind of arranged this whole shindig about mm-hmm. going to Barrow, Alaska, and partaking in the feast of the Alaskan people. He plays Marlo, if you're curious what his vampire name was, but he uh, has a little moment where he puts his fingernail on the record player. Yeah. Like he's uh, uh, Tom the Cat from Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah, he plays the record. I, it did take me out, though, when he put his fingernail on the record, and it goes, you, soldier boy, tell him. <laughs> Open up that pit. <laughs> We uh this I guess is for TC Libby. We t- we'll give him assignment to uh, edit in whatever song he wants. Yes, uh, during that scene. Yeah, I I think it's good though, and I, even the, you you can really feel the cracks and the pops as he's playing that record. You've not heard vinyl till you've heard it <laughs> off of Vampire's fingernail. That's the way Christopher Nolan li- listens to records. He's yeah. like, it was. You gotta watch it on the biggest screen possible. You gotta listen <laughs> to records with vampire fingernails. And it was in IMAX. <laughs> and it was a blood splatter, splattered uh, record. Yeah, which it didn't l- come like that. Limited but. edition vinyl. There you go. That blood splatter <laughs> edition. I love these vampires. They're very scary. There's one vampire I just called Batista because he looks like Batista. Did you say it was at the bald guy? Yes. There's, I think there's two bald guys, and I wrote down lead singer of Disturbed. <laughs> and he's he's down with this sickness for sure. Yeah, one was Batista, because they kill one of them, and then another one's at the end. I go, what? What? You, you yep. can't, there's too many bald vampires. You got you to gotta make that one person's thing. Everybody can't do it. 
yeah, it's like if uh, I've said it before, maybe on this, but it's like you have two blonde women or two guys that look the, the same. Mm-hmm. I'm so dumb that I'm like, didn't she die already? <laughs> if they look the same. Yeah, it's uh, it's like the cast of American Horror Story, how they cast like all those good looking dark haired guys for several mm-hmm. seasons. You're like, well, is that which, which one is that? Is that is that the one that who, who befriended Twisty? Are they all dead? What's going on? And then I end up keep I call them all David Schwimmer for some reason. <laughs> I'm rewatching Friends right now, so I'm like, why would you go with David Schwimmer? Why would he's nobody's favorite friend? I've only seen a few episodes of Friends. It's not bad. It's it's, it's good. Uh, maybe we'll cover their Halloween episode. Do they have a Halloween episode? I don't know. I've never seen it. So. <laughs> I've watched it. Like I think there. I know there's a Thanksgiving episode with Brad Pitt, but alas, uh, I we, we did skip over one thing that during this initial attack, they're at like the power plant, and those two guys are flirting with that one girl. Yeah, and I was like, are they about? Are they a thruple? Are they about? I to... feel like they're about to do a London Bridge. <laughs> I was like, are they about to? I I wrote in here. Are they about to tag team that girl? Now I'm very sex positive. Um. So, What'd you test positive for? <laughs> uh, I tested positive for uh, being that thick dick boy. Loving too good. <laughs> being... but tell me about your Pringles can you've been sporting, <laughs> Gavin. Just uh, too, much, too, too much hog for one woman. Once you pop, <laughs> I don't stop. <laughs> that seems problematic. <laughs> I can't stop. There are some people who um there are some people who have uncontrollable orgasms. I don't know if you know knew that. Who did they like? Oh god. Basically no, but go ahead. there's this guy and uh, I think he's an Englishman. Um and he there was a story on it somewhere and it, it like ruined his life. Because yeah. he's was, an Englishman? Yeah. yeah. Three, five, four, four. <laughs> I'm about to <laughs> This is not funny, but it is funny because we're bad people. He's like, Do you know how how terrible it is? To be at your grandfather's funeral and uncontrollably orgasm. Oh my god! And I've heard that news story. Yeah. What a like a, you know, most people are like that sounds great. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you'd have to just wear some kind of diaper. Yeah. Or so, and then you'd be dehydrated. I assume all the time. <laughs> just really, he's like, oh, my mouth is so dry. I got that. I got that. I got that dick caused dry mouth. Can you imagine if that guy had like uh, erectile dysfunction? So the one time he's about to have sex, he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, baby." Yeah, like he had anxiety. Guess I'm just gonna do a dry. I guess I'll just wait for the next five minutes or whatever. That would suck. It's it, that sounds like a terrible affliction that that he has. But just reading, like, you never know shame till you're coming at your grandfather's funeral. <laughs> Which is well, al- which is also I've my known favorite. That shame. Which is also my favorite Lamb of God song. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming to grandfather's funeral. Uh, it's you don't know shame parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> it's a parenthetical title. That's a song on Andre 3000's new flute album. Actually, shout out to uh, Three Stacks. <laughs> He's a big fan. He, he loves our podcast and coming <laughs> uncontrollably. <laughs> Yeah, I just yeah, I was like, are they gonna tag team this girl? And then one gets killed. I was like, well, now it's just a one on one. So yeah, yeah, I just and these vampires are quick. Mm-hmm. They like, they got that vampire strength. Mm-hmm. What 
when it comes to vampires, what weaknesses do you like them to have? Hmm. Emotional unavailability. <laughs> Why don't you ever open up to me, Nosferatu? <laughs> Uh, he, uh, I don't. I told you I don't like to have these kinds of conversations. <laughs> and then he just goes into his coffin and slowly closes it. <laughs> no, I don't want you to meet my parents. <laughs> they're, they're they're bones at this point, but I guess I've got to go I get, get some milk. Because with uh, I've I've seen like one or two Twilight movies, and like their thing is like the the sun doesn't affect them, right? Uh, well, to be fair, it makes them sparkle. And Brent, when I sparkle, this is the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> sure, you're, you're quoting. I I've only seen two of them. I've seen all of them. I watched them all like back to back to back to back to back a few years okay. ago for a radio bit, and they're fine. Um, yeah, Eclipse, which is the one that David Slade, who directed this movie, he went on to direct Eclipse, is actually my favorite of it. I, I do like that you posed the question at the beginning of the show if I was uh, werewolf or vampire, so you should have just asked me if I was Team Edward or Jacob. <laughs> uh, and, and, the, and the answer is neither. Neither of them. She should have gone out with, with that boy, that, that, that incel boy from her high school who liked her. Oh, okay. I, see, it's been so long since I've seen any of them. Listen, there's a, I, uh, I know we have some twihards in our fan base who love probably. that. Probably. Who love that I'm t- I think Bailey is what it's like a twi hard. So for us to be like, she's probably like, yes, yes, talk more about my <laughs> my my vampire werewolf regular human girl three thruple. Talk more about it. Uh yeah, I, I guess the sun thing is, uh, is that has you have to have that in this movie at least. Yes. Um it'd be weird the, if they the, did there's like the garlic thing, there's the crucifix thing. Uh you know, stake to the heart, but again most people are going to die from a stake to the heart. <laughs> there's also decapitation and fire. There's a lot that yeah. I don't... I, there's also in, like, D&D, they, they can't stand in running water, which I don't understand that one. But there's oh, holy, yeah. but holy water is fine. But uh, there's also a debate whether or not just holding up a crucifix to somebody uh, will actually hurt a vampire. Because some say you have to be, like, of devout faith and actually be of God. For it to work, yeah. Unlike Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where they're like, "We broke a stick in half. It's a cross. It's a cross now." Or mm. there, there's a like you have to invite invited a vampire in. Mm-hmm. There's different rules. Yeah, and they these vampires do not need an invitation at all. They just are. They go anywhere they want. The, I do like that. There's always whenever like a a big vampire thing blows up, and then there's a big debate on. Oh, they're not real vampires. <laughs> it's not real to begin with. Just enjoy the shit. I just think that having to be invited in, that's a liability. That's that that makes you super weak. That makes you like you can't do anything unless it's like a public yeah. place. Like you have to be invited in. I was gonna I was gonna eat her ass. Not <laughs> like not literally, but I was gonna eat them, but she didn't invite me in. She fumbled uh, with her keys at the door. And then just sent me on my way. <laughs> the moment passed. I thought she's gonna ask me to come into the to her her hotel room, but uh, mm-hmm. it, the moment passed. And now uh, I'm out <laughs> yanking my pud by myself. <laughs> it was like that movie Hitch. Where <laughs> there's a scene at the door uh, where she fiddles with the keys. Mm, yes, but so what what rules do you like? I like stake. To, I, I like shot to the heart. You're to blame. I, mm-hmm. I like to I like stake to the heart. 
Uh, silver, I don't love. I, I wouldn't stake or bust for me. Um, sunlight is 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 the big one, obviously. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I like when they weaponize sunlight because at one point they hurt a vampire with like a grow light, like a UV light. And yeah. I was like, I feel like it's got to be the real sun because the Underworld franchise, which I would like to cover at some point, Underworld, they're like, we put UV, we put the sun in bullets. It's like okay, that seems like a lot of work. That's a lot. We're like, why couldn't you bless the bullets with holy water? Yeah, and or I think some people put like a cross on the bullet too, and that does something. Silver, I don't love putting like sunlight in bullets. I don't love, but mm-hmm. crosses, I like cutting off the head as a way to do it. That that will also work. Fire, yeah. but I think fire is like a. Th- Across all horror genres, kills most things, right? Like, yeah, fire is uh, fire is a. If you're unsure how to kill something, just put it on fire first and go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the the garlic thing is uh, that's why I only eat at Olive Garden. <laughs> just <laughs> I to make sure I always keep on me. I I don't I, I stay strapped. I always have a Papa John's garlic butter on me at all mm-hmm. times, just in case. I keep it in an ankle holster. All first dates uh, were at an Italian restaurant just to make sure this lady across from me is not going to, you know, try to suck my blood. Yeah, but she can suck that. Hey. Uh, You're right. This is a family show. I'm sorry. I can smell your blood. (laughs) I'm such a... Go ahead. I do love the cinematography because, like, pretty soon in this movie, it's, uh, they're like, with the mayhem and the the carnage, you get like an overhead shot of all these vampires just tearing this town up, running. They're like chasing people. You, you hear random gunshots, and it felt very much like a a cutscene in a video game, or like when you die and you're waiting to respawn, mm. and you get to see the havoc that's just running amok in this little town. Yes, and that's what that's when the movie is the strongest for me. The weakness is you have that opening scene, and then they go day seven. It jumps a week later after that, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Well, what have they been doing for this entire week?" I don't need to see day by day, but maybe don't jump a whole ass week ahead after we just watched a massacre. This might make a good mini series. It would. It would make a great mini series. I think ninety. It needs to be either 90 minutes or a whole, or it needs to be eight hours long. There's no in between. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just love the, the cinematography. There's the, the scene with the swing set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Set, like, a, like you like, I like a, I like a snow setting. I think the, the stuff in this town just looks great with those little tiny brown. And there's not a lot of color in this movie, but it pops with the, against the white of the snow. <clears throat> yeah. And for me, um, there there is one scene when they were like, it's the blizzard, we can move. That scene of them walking through the blizzard all in a line is one of the funniest things I've seen in a, in a minute. Because it just looks, it's just a weird looking shot. It, mm-hmm. it just, it's like they're all holding hands, like walking in a blizzard. It just looked weird to me. So I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, the the blood on the snow also really pops, which really adds to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And then nothing kind of happens for days in this movie, which is where where, where the pacing issues come for me. Because nothing happens until they're like day 12. And then you've got like that woman who's just being used as bait to lure out everybody. 
And, yeah. And you have the swing set scene, like you said, where one of the friends, um, his wife gets taken in, in a brutal scene under the houses. Mm-hmm. And this and when you find the guy with the swings or whatever, you find out like how they turn into vampires. They get bit and they slowly start to turn or they turn really fast. I it, it kind of goes either way in this movie where it's, it's like either slow or the fastest you could ever turn to a vampire. Well, it, we get and he does inject himself in the veins with with vampire blood because that's what he says is those other people are bitten, but I'm going to inject it straight into my veins. Yeah, and he says guaranteed to jack you up. Yeah, and he sells it to Danny Masterson. <laughs> yeah, but you've got the guy under the house uh, who turns into a vampire, and then they cut his head off. There's a lot of accent in this. A lot of just straight up murdering your friends with an axe, which is a which is a brutal way to get killed or kill someone. Yeah, either it's your friend or your dad who uh, says, hey, here's Johnny. <laughs> Um, then you've got the scene in the in the market where uh, they they say fuck them kids, and mm. they kill that little girl vampire. They beat the shit out of her. Like these are some grown ass men who are just there. Like, and I, I I kind of like that because so many times you're like it's a kid. Let's hesitate. Like no, let's no. This little girl, she's a vampire. We're gonna just cut her head off. And and they showed it. They they, like, yeah. they showed her get axed. Surprised they didn't throw her in front of a big truck <laughs> in, the the, in the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> the trucks come through here, though, Don Barrow. They do. Was was that little girl, did she get turned during the attack, or was she, like, part of the brood? I think she's part of the brood, because nobody was like, that's little Susie from down the street. Do you think when you get bit that young as a little girl, as a vampire, that you stay that age then? Yes. Yeah, that is actually... That's another thing from a couple movies, um, like Interview with the Vampire. Uh, mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst's character gets turned very young to be safe. Okay. There's like a there there there's like a no no about turning kids because I think they're called like eternal children mm-hmm. in Twilight, where you're okay. where you're not supposed to like turn kids because they can't grow up. What what age would you want to be bit at? I'll go with like give me like twenty five years old. Uh, for me, my peak when I was I felt like I was my most attractive. It's past. Um, I think for me it was probably be like thirty thirty one somewhere around okay. somewhere around there. Not quite twenty five, but I think when I was thirty, I was really like hitting my peak. Now I'm thirty six and I'm five years <laughs> past my prime. It's all downhill. Uh, I'd be retiring in the NFL right now. Be like, uh, oh, he's not. He's uh, he what, he lost some juice. Whatever time you talk about the most as like remember when, that's probably when you should have been bitten. So like <laughs> most guys have been like, Man, when I threw that touchdown Back when we were playing in state, <laughs> he should have been bitten right there because it's not going to get any better. Uh, when I was playing football at the state championship, I threw that touchdown. I wish there had been a vampire that after party to be <laughs> like, let me offer you eternal life. I'd be like, hell yeah, brother, let's do it. And ain't getting much better than this. Mm. Yeah, I just, yeah. So you don't want to be turned as a child because you will stay a child, but you'll still be like horny. And that's like a, a plot point from Kirsten Dunst's interview with the vampire. Like, I'm horny. I'll never have a woman's body. Oh, okay. Kind that's of like weird. Krang. I don't know why, why I turned into Krang. Like, uh, that's the turtles. My body. They, they <laughs> turned me too young, Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, yeah, we get uh, Bobby blows up some uh, something with the with the dynamite. Yeah, uh, they're hurt by guns and knives. They're hurt by bear traps. <laughs> Again, like it's it'd be weird if like let's say Bella Lugosi Lugosi Dracula steps on a bear trap <laughs> and he just doesn't react to it. But they bless the bear trap first, then it hurts him. Yeah, I'd be like, blessed art thou among women, and like doing a hail mary over a bear trap. Yeah. <laughs> Bless this bear trap, God. <laughs> I do like that they're able to not maybe get killed by guns, but they are able to be slowed down by guns because mm-hmm. they're like, we, we, we shot them and nothing happened. And, and I, every vamp, there's this, I don't know why they always go with this, but they do it in Buffy. They do it in every vampire movie. When they shoot a vampire and then they don't go down, they always say, maybe it's a gang on PCP. Oh, yeah. Well, have you ever shot a man on PCP? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> I've seen some shit. I, I don't know anything about PCP. I don't know what it is. I know it's a drug. I don't know anything about PCP except it's what vampires are on if you don't believe they're vampires. They shot me and I would not go down. Because you were on PCP? That's right. I love that. It's it's such a trope when you see it. Like they're on PCP gang members, yeah. rabid gang. They're members. on angel dust. They're all messed up. Bath salt. It's 2012 <laughs> in the summer. Uh, then they like so the uh, the one guy we that we had a zombie trope in a vampire movie where he reveals that the the black guy I don't know what his name is he's Carter. bitten. What is it? Carter. Carter, I'm mm-hmm. gonna call him the black guy. No, okay, uh, good. <laughs> uh, I Carter, I don't know if he's even gets, black. I think he, he, okay, he's black. He, uh, he's in other movies too, and I don't know what he's from, but he he reveals that he was bitten by the little girl, uh, and then he's like, I don't want to turn into one of them, so put me out of my misery. Yeah, and then uh, Eben just takes him into the back room with the axe and just axes him. There's gotta be a different way. That's like. Not axing your friend. Like, you could, I mean, I know a gunshot might give a sound out, but yeah. that, that's got to be, one, you have to ask your friend to kill you, and then it's like, do it with the axe? That There's got to be an easier way. Hey, do it with, like, the the hardest way to do it. Like, <laughs> it's a dull-ass axe. <laughs> can we dull this? Can you hit this on the wall a few times? Yeah. Really, really make it count. Yeah, stick it in the dirt and make it dull. Uh, the he that that guy that that got bit is in the Matrix movies apparently. Oh Maybe yeah, always oh, in Lord of the Rings too. It looks like. Oh nice. He's from New Zealand, so I think you, you know in some countries you have to serve in the army for two years. I think in New Zealand you have to be in a Hobbit in a movie, movie <laughs> in, a, in a Peter Jackson film. <laughs> uh, just got in the mail. Just got my draft card. I'm playing. Guys, I'm I'm, I'm on the Elvish Council. I can't believe they stretched one book into three movies. God damn. Would you draft Dodge to be in the Lord of the Rings movie? Yeah. <laughs> I, that's in a heartbeat. You're like, I got to get out of this country. I'm going to in camp. a heartbeat, which is what kept me out because I, I said my heartbeat was bad. So. I actually had flat feet. That's why I couldn't get in. They're like, we're, we're looking for hairy feet, not flat feet. I was like, I had thank bone God. spurs. <laughs> Any way to get out of serving your country. <laughs> um, then we get to day 27, because we're just moving through this month. Um, I did. Everybody's looking pretty fresh and clean still mm-hmm. on day 27. I was like, oh, I'm probably looking real nice still. They're, they're a little mucky, 
but they're still like they haven't been actively pooping themselves the entire time or pooping in buckets. Now they're there for a month, and it's I think it's safe to say that a uh, a woman's gonna have her 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 monthlies. Are they gonna? Do you think a vampire could smell the menstrual blood? How how would they? What what now? When a woman gets her period, I can smell your period. <laughs> can can <laughs> do you think they can be like decipher that that's a different blood? Or do you think they can even tell that they're on their period? <laughs> I'm just, just asking questions. I mean, these need answers. You're you're offering it up like a wine tasting. I mean, like this is some uh, oh positive. Oh, this is some minstrel. This is a this is a good year. <laughs> I'm allegedly you're an Eagle Scout. Yeah, can bears smell menstruation? Is that a real thing? I think they can, Could but they also smell like. Yeah, they definitely smelled mine. <laughs> and I, I didn't expect it. It came when I, I wasn't expecting to get it. And uh, I had to use uh, twigs and pine cones. <laughs> I know two things about bears. One, they can smell period blood. Two, they love a picnic baskets. <laughs> yeah, I just was curious if like, because uh, the, the, the guy just says, I can smell your blood. Josh Hartnett says that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, one, I'm wondering... Like if if that's the case, couldn't they couldn't they just sniff them out in the attic? Yeah, I think. So. Hmm, I think there are act. Maybe he's because he's just turned. He has the hunger. He, okay. he can smell the blood. But you would think if they can actually smell blood, and if you are on your monthly, if Aunt Flo is currently residing mm-hmm. in Barrow, Alaska, you would think that maybe one of them could be like a bloodhound and just be like. Like like one of the Just bald around, like yeah. one of the bald ones or one of the or the girl with the dark hair who looks uh, very uh, very anemic, she could just be like that's that's her job is sniffing out the other uh, uh, other period the, blood. Now do you do you think when they because they go to town on people and I feel like they don't get all the blood they're just kind of they're very like uh, they're very messy wasteful with their food they're wasteful. They're, they're, they go to town. Do you think, like, then how long are they good for on that blood? If you eat, you drain the blood of somebody, how long does that last? You got to do it again tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's at least a once a day thing. I'm not sure okay. what they are, but that's why I said they they go too hard when they first get there because they kill too many people and then they waste so much blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're basically shotgunning people. They're like poking the <laughs> hole and like trying to drink them as quickly as possible. So they're going to run out of people. Chug, chug, chug. Chug. <laughs> Whoa! When one of them does 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 a keg stand with a does, person. Yeah, they're frats. I tap a vein. <laughs> chug, chug. That's why I, I'm like they 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 blitz too fast. So now they have to spend the next like 27 days hunting down Josh Hartnett and his and his uh, estranged wife. Mm-hmm. And we we so we have the people in the attic, and we have the one character who's the older guy. And I don't know what he has, but I just wrote Alzheimer's. I don't know, but he has memory problems where he's forgetting where he is. He's he's scared, and that's how you get like that. He's he wants to get out of there, and we get that character lured out to chase his dad. Mm-hmm. There's always that type of character in a movie too, like this. Yeah, I just it, it sounds heartless, but that 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 man's a liability. He is not going to remember the danger you are in uh, with the with, with the vampires. 
So maybe just like wander him out there for them. Man, you are heartless. Because we never even see that guy again, right? I don't think so. Yeah, he just gets eaten, I think, once they're out of the attic. Do you think if they bit him that his ailment would be cured? Or do you think he's a forgetful vampire? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that'd be terrible. I think his ailment would probably be cured. I think vampirism typically has, like, cures for things. Because that's why um, in... We just need to cover interview with the vampire. We we need to cover that because I keep okay. repping it. That's why they turn. Um, that that's why they turn Kirsten Dunst's character because okay. she's like she's dying of like cholera or one of those Victorian age diseases. Oh, Mister Darcy. Yes, Mister Darcy disease. Exactly. She's syphilitic. Yeah, <laughs> oh. Mister Darcy. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So that's they turn her as like a mercy and then she's like i'm a fucking child forever okay yeah so it 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 should and it should ideally heal you if you get turned um mm-hmm. when you're sick uh they they make the decision that they're going to go meet at the utilidor which i i don't know all what that is it seems like the power plant the where they crush the trash they they've got one of the michael myers machines I was going to, spoiler alert, fast forward, that's the same trash compactor that they <laughs> used to kill Michael Myers in Halloween Ends. That, uh, if you check that trash compactor's IMDb, it's been in a lot of stuff. It's been in several How how okay. Things Work videos on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, Satisfying Engineering. It's, it's It was a... also the dog from Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. It's never not funny. It's never not funny. Yeah. <laughs> And we have the we have the moment where they decide to like empty the oil into the town and just burn it down. Yeah, the, and that's yeah because the vampires are going to burn the town down, aren't they? Yeah, to flush everybody out. Yeah, and because they don't want to leave any traces themselves behind, they just want to think like yeah. it's, it's a crazy accident where you know those accidents where an entire town burns down and there's nothing left. So that they can't be known, because they 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 still want to be very low key. They 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 want to be mm-hmm. kind of secret vampires, and you have the scene at the Utilidor, which again is a power plant slash car crushing facility for our bodies and our Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And I think as a set piece, I think it's I think it's a good final showdown place. I think so too, and and there's the. What what's the guy named uh, Billy? Like the other cop that turns out to be somewhat of a coward. Yeah, he kills his family. He kills the family, uh, and then he what w- he was bit right. Yeah, uh, he gets bitten and he starts to turn quickly. Yes, which is when he takes one of when he's yeah he gets bit he starts to turn he's fighting one of the bald vampires. I mm-hmm. believe that I believe he was fighting Batista, not the lead singer of Disturbed. <laughs> and he pushes him into the uh, he pushes him into the Michael Myers machine, and he explodes. But his his arm also gets like caught in it. And he's like ah, which sucks. That would yeah. suck. And then but he's just yelling like you got to shut up. Yeah, he just got to stop screaming, my guy. And that's when I know it sucks, but you're like you're giving the location away for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's when Eben once again has to kill another friend with an axe. Like, that is just... Get and that takes else. a couple whacks, because you see like his head just... Usually in a movie, it's like H2O, mm-hmm. where it's one swift, it's done. But he's got to like chop his head off. Yeah, and that's rough. That's a rough one to just... 
And at this point, he's already cut like 15 people up. His his uh, Carter, the little girl, various vampires. So that axe needs a shopping. No, oh, it's like uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter once said: if I was given an hour to cut a tree down, I'd spend uh, what is was said 45 minutes sharpening my axe first. Mm. Yeah, so they they could have definitely learned a lot from Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter for sure. I saw that movie once and I haven't seen it again, but it feels like a movie that we could cover on this. I'd cover it. I've never seen it. I mean, it's it's Abraham Lincoln hunting vampire. It's like the right amount of crazy. Can I you tell know? you uh, what movie we're, we're never going to cover? Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, because that movie. Oh, Mr. Darcy. <laughs> Mr. Darcy. That movie is not very good. I did not like that at all. I That was about the only book I never read in school was Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a bunch of people hanging around talking about wanting to get married. I'm sure it's more than that, but I was like, I'm not reading this. I had a friend who I went to, who was in high school at the same time I was, and he would not stop bitching about Great Expectations. Like, he just hated, okay, he yeah. hated that book. He's like, this is, we just don't want to get married. I've never read that book, but I, yeah. I feel like I know about it now because of him. I, I, I feel like it's a Mr. Darcy book, but I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> I like the way that you call any literary classics a Mr. Darcy book. Victorian. It's what it is. Is <laughs> have you, you read? Know, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Have you read? Have you read Crime and Punishment? You mean uh, Mr. Darcy? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a slur of some kind. It's like uh, those books are those those goddamn Darcys they're reading in school now. Like, almost if A Christmas Carol wasn't as good as it is, I'd call it a Mr. Darcy, where everybody <laughs> says top hats and shit walking around. I did not know you hated Victorian stuff so much. I I don't. It's just, uh, like, I, I'm not a... I don't want to see a love story where the whole thing is, I want to fall in love. I don't like that shit. <laughs> Writing letters and stuff? Yeah. My dearest Mr. Darcy. <laughs> My loins ache. <laughs> Always those loins. Just tell yeah. them, just tell them how what that pussy is, okay? <laughs> like, hey, come on. How am I the least <laughs> filthy on this episode? <laughs> You'd watch that, Mr. Darcy. Please, certified freak, eight days a week, wet <laughs> ass pussy, make a Mr. Darcy week. <laughs> <laughs> There's some hose in this house. <laughs> There's some uh hose in this home. It is a so, home. A home. <laughs> yes. And House Darcy. <laughs> uh, let's let let's wrap this up. Let's see what yeah. how 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 we end this movie uh with just jacking it up and putting vampire blood in you. Well, uh, Stella and a little girl are stuck under uh uh an OJ Simpson uh Bronco. <laughs> it's that is the Bronco from the famous <laughs> chase. They got it for That's the movie. That's true. <laughs> Uh, and the town's on fire. They're going to die either by flame or by freezing. So Josh Hartnett says, let me go ahead and get jacked up real quick. Yeah. And uh, he injects himself with vampire blood. Is it, Do you think, do you like that plot point? I do. I think it's a little lazy to be like, because there's no indication that that would actually work leading up to the move. It's, like, in the thing, when they test the blood to see who's the thing, like, it's very earned because they're testing mm-hmm. the blood. But this, he's like, what if I just did this? 
and it it makes it was quick. It makes sense in general, but I always thought it. I always thought it was like the bite that did it somehow. Like you'd be bit by a vampire, but I guess scientifically, it makes sense to just inject the blood into you. Well, I've I've like forever. I always thought like, oh, I was bitten by a vampire. Now I will become a vampire, but they can like they could like have a choice to turn you or not. You know? Yeah, there's like different lore with that where. To become a vampire, and some you have to be you have to be bitten by a vampire, so they they drink your blood. Then you have to drink their blood. And you have to be like buried, and then you come back. That that's how Buffy does it. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just like everybody that's bit becomes one. In this, it becomes like if you're bit, you just become a vampire unless they cut your head off. Because early yeah, on, unless you're killed. Yeah, because because early on, Marlo's like, <laughs> and it says in subtitles, remove their heads, don't turn any of them. Yeah, he's like Wukagaki, oh 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 oh, solo. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, Marlo's character? Because that guy is in a lot of stuff, and I feel like he always plays a heel. He's always a bad guy. Yeah, I love it. I I think he does a great job, and Danny Houston is good. He's very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, at one one point, the woman's like, "Please, God, help me." He's like, "God, no, God." Yeah, it's like that's like the scene from the movie that I it was probably in a, the trailers, and mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the scene. It's a gif I put on my Gavin Horror account when I said I'm watching Thirty Days a Night. No God. Yeah, it's so cold blooded. Uh, and then that so he he gets jacked up on the vampire blood, mm-hmm. which and, does sound like a street drug. Yeah. Like, uh, well, that in in True Blood, did you ever watch True Blood? No. You can get uh, vampire blood is a drug on that that show called V. Okay. Yeah, so you can get like high on V. It gives you like an erection. It's like used for sex. It's like a sex drug. Now where's this at? Uh, True Blood. Okay, I want to check it out. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me Google. <laughs> uh, he does have a massive but, erection now. So. Good. And then he goes to fight Marlo, and I feel like the the kill is also pretty quick. It's very quick. I expected more of a fight, but he just like punches him through the mouth and through the head. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's it." And the other vampires are like, "All right, well, we're gonna let's go. We're, we're gonna." He leave. killed our leader. We're just gonna head out. Well, yeah, I, I I very much like this whole movie, but I feel like the the end is rushed. Yeah, and and they it's not like the movie is short. Like they they took their time with some of this shit. Yeah, but yeah, to kill Marlo by just punching him in the head. And again, I, I haven't finished the whole comic for first graphic novel that, that this is based on, um, so I don't know if that's how it happens in the comic book or not. Mm-hmm. But it just feels very rushed and very much like I expected more. Uh, you got people getting killed by tractors and shit, and you're gonna just punch this guy in the head. He's he's like the head vampire. He's the head vampire. Yeah. Give, give him a cooler death. Or, or well, there's the, no like yeah. vampire shit that that undoes him. Yeah, it's just, just yeah. Or the Michael Myers machine. Say, put him in the Michael Myers machine. I mean, they introduce it early in the movie, and they do use it, but you would think that they... And also, there's the thing, if you kill the head vampire, you kill all of them. That's also a trope, too, I think, right? It is a, it is a trope. Well, you can kill the head vampire, and then the they, they become, like, human again. Or I think mm-hmm. that's how it was in The Lost Boys, where, where if you kill the head vampire, then you can save somebody. Yeah, but which that's how you get a happy ending in movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're all saved now. He's fine. Yay. Uh-huh. Nope, his soul is in hell. But yeah. yeah, punch to the mouth, and then he's he's turned. Mm-hmm. He saved Stella. He say they say because 
then the vampires just go away. But now I guess now that we get the impact of they're going to say that they're vampires and is anybody even going to believe them? Yeah, and they they did make a sequel to this movie called 30 Days a Night, Dark Days. It was direct to DVD. I used to have it. I watched it once and thought it was fine. I just can't, mm-hmm. I just can't remember a lot from it. Uh, yeah, I I feel like the, like the strongest thing in this movie is the concept of vampires attacking when there's 30 days of night in Alaska. Yes, it, that, this is a strong concept movie that is liter- that, that that is incredibly genius. It's a simple theory. I just think that in its execution, the 30 days, it's too many days. Uh, it, it's, it's a great title. It's a great length, but it's just because you've got so much downtime. You know, you know, like day eight through twelve with them just like sitting around being like, "Well, well, what you want to do?" We're playing the peg game from Cracker Barrel that I was <laughs> gift, given, like the golf just team. reading, reading in an attic and shit like that. Like that's what it would be. I'm not going out there, you know. You're watching the tapes from Sinister in the attic. That's true. What? It, yeah. What? It, that's the crossover we need is the Thirty Days a Night tapes from Sinister Bag- Bagul. Oh God! Then you got Bagul and vampires. Uh, uh-huh. nobody wants that for sure. Uh, so Josh Hartnett is turned. He's a vampire, mm-hmm. and we get the moment where Stella holds him while the sun comes up. Yeah, and he uh, blows away essentially. I'm always afraid. Like you, you see that trope a lot when the character is like holding their loved one while they burn away, or like I think Midnight Mass did it. Um, but it's always similarly, yeah. But it's always very violent. I was like, I'm like. I want to hold you and be there for you, but also you gotta be on fire, and I don't want to. Yeah, I, I don't also want to be on fire. Also, she had no idea what what was gonna happen when he turned into a like when that happened. Like, is he gonna just burst into an actual flame, or just kind of be ashy? Yeah, he turned to ashy, right? Like, yeah, maybe some lotion would have helped. Maybe him. some lotion, yeah, some uh, Jergens perhaps would have really got <laughs> some. <laughs> yes, get him some Jergens. Do you think like there's also the possibility that could he just he could have hidden in the dark and been a vampire? But do you think he would have been able to control his? No. But also, could he have eaten like dog blood or deer blood? Hamburger. Or be human? Raw hamburger. Hamburger. Um, I maybe that's how a lot of vampire lore is like. We live off animal blood. We don't kill humans anymore. So. Yeah, he he could have tried that, but I think him sacrificing himself is, is the more noble thing to do, and and I think the better ending. I'd go to like a big city and pull up one of those watchdog websites, mm-hmm. where it's like, uh, oh, this guy's a rapist. You're just gonna. Start. I guess I'm going to his house at night and eating his him. You're describing Dexter as a vampire right now. I don't. I've never seen Dexter, but uh, yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, I mean that's fair. And there's been people like he only eats bad people. Yeah, it's a uh, very much John Coffee. Yeah, <laughs> from the Green Mile, but not eating. Yes. Um, overall, though, one of my favorites. It's got its problems, but I do enjoy this movie a lot. Um, it's perfect when mm-hmm. it's snowy outside. Put it on, and then just in, in, enjoy what you're watching and, and creep yourself out a little bit. Uh, is this movie scary? I think it is, yeah. I think there's parts of it that are very scary. Like that that yeah. opening scene, like things in the dark, the constant pterodactyl screaming. It's very mm-hmm. scary. Oh, yeah, those screams. Ah! Yeah, very yeah. very scary. Is this a party movie? No. No. No, it's too dark. I I, I think it's actually just shot. I, I, think, I think it's just actually too dark 
to put on as a party movie. Not so much content-wise, but it's just not a very bright, fun movie. Uh, you could watch it on my phone where you can turn up the brightness. Okay, so we're, we're at, a, at a party we're going to watch it on your phone? On the stair climber, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good party. Uh, if you like this movie, what should people check out? Um, obvious one's going to be The Thing. John Carpenter's mm-hmm. The Thing. Got that snow. Um, I think... Uh, what else are other good... Um, I think The Shining, if yeah. you like snow movies. Um, if you like your vampire movies a little bit more Victorian, like I know Brent does Interview with the Vampire, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And then if you like your vampires a little bit more <laughs> over the top, Underworld. Any Underworld movie. Just watch those okay. and be like, ugh, I love how much leather this was in 2003. <laughs> I put The Thing. I put Train to Busan. I put The Mist, uh, Stephen King movie, and then uh, also Midnight Mass. Oh, Midnight Mass is so good. I love me some Mike Flanagan. Fall of the House of Usher, also fantastic. Just it's good. That's just, a, that's just an overall recommendation I want everybody to go watch because that was great. Uh, what was your oh shit moment? Oh shit moment, probably the opening riot, the uh, everybody getting killed in the in in the streets. Yeah, yeah, freaks in the streets. Yeah. I would say that too, where it's just carnage. You get you're like, oh shit, they're not like hiding in the shadows. They're just doing it. They 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 out here. They they just best best kill. Uh, best kill the Michael Myers machine. Michael, my I uh, I would say when he chops his friend's head off because it's like. They don't pull away. You just get to see that this dude gets chopped up, but not quickly. Mm, perfect. Um, so, yeah, that's 30 Days a Night. I'm glad we finally covered a vampire movie. Finally. Yeah. Fun. And not even the best one. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think is the best vampire movie? I am partial to uh, Salem's Lot. Okay. Which is a, that's a three-hour movie, but it was a miniseries, two-part yeah. Um, I'm trying. I'd have to think because, like, I like vampire stuff, but I'm not huge into vampire stuff. But I would say Salem's Lot. Okay, that's a, that's a good. I, that and that's one I I have not seen. So. Yeah. Well, I'm uh getting ready to finish one book, and that's next on my list that's available to me. I'm going to read Salem's Lot. Is that a Darcy book? Mister Dot. No, I don't think it's a Darcy book. It's a Stephen King book, so I doubt it's okay. Good. good. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. What are we watching next week? Next week, we are going back to the Pool of Schlock with a request by Mr. Brent Tierhune, who wants to cover mm-hmm. this. I've seen it, but it's been many, many years. It's going to be a good old time. We're going to watch the, is it 1997? I, think. I don't even know. I think it's like 1997, 1998. It is Jack Frost, the killer snowman movie, not the Michael Keaton movie, where a dead dad comes back as a snowman. 1997 horror comedy Shannon Elizabeth and I do believe that there are a couple different versions on YouTube of the full movie okay cool so yeah definitely gotta watch that uh, in the vein of Thanksgiving and then the week after don't don't forget if you're a Patreon subscriber patreon.com backslash they're coming to get you you can get your request in now for our Patreon picked episode and we're gonna do do some voting on that and we'll actually pl- do an episode based on your picks so you can go over there and do, do that at our $8 Thanks for bringing him up here. So do that. You'll also get a sticker and all that good stuff. But next week, Jack Frost to keep this snow train moving. They're coming to get you. They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. 
coming to get you.